Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. I was a little low. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend, uh, the tank top sage, who's not in a tank top. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. Cold partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. Your intro was saved by my mute button. That's it? <laughs> I just know that. How so? What do you mean? You I said something, but my mic was muted. Oh, well, thank God. Yeah, it's all good. It <laughs> was good, everybody listening. Um, I'm very happy to be here tonight. You sound unsure. On Discord with my friends <laughs> talking about the manga from Sunday. We're not holding you hostage, bro. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> did I say their words right? <laughs> uh, yes. <yeah. laughs> did you have to memorize the words? Yes. <laughs> uh, also joining us, it is uh, my producer, uh, my little brother. It is John, uh, Brian Edgelord. Big news, Brian. Oh, man. You're Josh. What's up, nerds? <laughs> Jr. There's two Wait, what do you say? What do you say after you're introduced? What? Who? What's up, guys? Oh no! <laughs> he what said, "What up to everybody listening?" That's his sign-on. What up to everybody listening? <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's not like what that. Up, what up to Christian? Hey. <laughs> yeah, I can't say what up, Brian, because you want to introduce you and Chris catch an attitude whenever I do that. So what? <laughs> no, I don't. That's Damn, right. Chris is catching straight. I don't know what's going right, on I'm here. I'm gonna bring it up. I'm gonna bring it up. All right, I'm gonna bring it up. Don't worry about it. Damn, is this the last episode? <laughs> I gotta write it down. No. Is this Are the episode where we all fall apart? Is this our our? Yeah, I just, I just, I'll just mention it real quick, then we can get on with the show. All right, look. One time, I was like, I was like, "What up, Chris? What's good, Brian?" He was like, "Uh." Well, I didn't introduce him yet. Did I? But uh, hmm. yeah, Big Lord New. Yeah, <laughs> like it may have been several hundred uh, episodes ago. With the mojo, two hundred yeah. episodes. I learned my lesson very fast. Well, I'm sorry. I was so. I didn't rigid. want to get a. I didn't want to get a red card. Well, <laughs> I want to get that oh, slip. <laughs> oh well. I didn't want to get replaced. I uh, by I money, run Mike. The, I run this city with an iron fist. Uh, but hey, we're back. For another week of manga goodness, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So uh, let's get into plugs. Uh, you could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven. That's on Instagram. Also, where I'm mostly at, um, and at New Jump City Josh on Twitter. I'm gonna mention my TikTok soon. You have a TikTok? Oh, you do have a TikTok. Not really, kinda, but it's. Soon. Well, get on, get, get on his uh, get on his TikTok, Brian. Where can they find you? You can find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at Twitch.tv/slash/itspunchline. Oh yeah! Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Sometimes we post on there, sometimes we don't. Social media is hard, uh, <laughs> so 
check us out on there. Maybe sometimes we'll, we'll post something quirky or something. Uh, that's on twi- Twitter, Instagram, and, and TikTok, obviously. Uh, you can email the show at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk about. Uh, before the show started, I actually just got a question uh, from Sketchy Mike relevant to uh, One Piece, and I think we'll uh, we'll dig into that. We'll break the rules a little. I know we're backlogged several months, uh, but uh, we'll get to the other ones, but this one we'll get to. But if you guys have any questions about the chapters that you guys want us to answer, uh, you can hit us up uh, at any time, really. Uh and uh, you can subscribe to the podcast. Please do. That would be super nice. Subscribe, like, share, comment. Engagement, folks. That's the name of the game here. Uh, get into it. We, we, we uh, answer back to comments, by the way. Um, so get, get on it. Uh, and I think, no. If you uh, like audio versions of the podcast, we are everywhere you listen. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, fucking Google Podcasts. There's... Uh, unknown podcast tubes that we are on somehow that I don't know. I don't remember signing up for. So wherever you could possibly listen to a podcast, we are on there. Um, with that being said, I think that's it for real. Uh, spoiler alerts ahead. Let, oh, we have a really good chapter of the week poll. Happens every week uh, on our YouTube page in the community section. Uh, we get a lot more votes there than Twitter, weirdly enough. Um I guess Elon broke it so bad that we had to move to YouTube. So uh, check us out Mm. on uh, YouTube and uh, vote for your chapter every week. Your favorite. Uh, We have four. I forgot to include Chainsaw Man. Sorry. (laughs) I literally remembered it came out before the show. Uh, So, yeah, uh, we have four series. I know the winner now. And uh, get into it. Uh, But with that being said, let's get into the show. One P. Yes. This is One Piece chapter 1069. All things are brought into this world with hope. Alternate title chapter. He has been named. Or should I say mentioned? Hmm. (laughs) Uh, Well, we got a little cover page update, and I'm not really sure what it means. We have, I remember this guy. Somehow, I remember his face. I don't exactly remember uh-huh. where he's from, but this is, uh, oh. I don't remember. I just remembered his design and I was like, oh, where do I know this guy from? Dufeld. Do, do you, Brian? Let me look it up. Yeah, look up Dufeld for us, Brian. He sounds so you don't familiar. know who that is then. No, why would I know who the fuck that is? Yeah. Well, the encyclopedia of One Piece, brother, man. Like, my encyclopedia is not as strong as it used to be. I'm, I can't remember Dufeld. I'm a failure. You still know who this person is. Deep down inside, I know who this person is, Dufeld. Uh, apparently, he... Wait, wasn't he... Um, I don't know. <laughs> that's not that's not Gang Bages, friend? No. Um, I thought Emperor of the Underworld. God of Fortune. What? I knew he was a thing. He's a former financer of Mads. Well, we'll we're learning that here. <laughs> when, the fuck, that when the fuck did they bring him up? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm <Mads>. bugging. <laughs> did they bring him up? It said they bring him up in in chapter. Wait, hold on. So his first appearance was chapter eight hundred sixty. So that I was whole cake, ex- right? I knew he was a thing. Yeah, maybe he was on whole cake. He came to Big Mom. Uh, he came to Pudding's wedding. 
<laughs> yeah, they just invited their their ex financer to I, the hey, fucking. He's there. <laughs> What's well, Mads? Judge Wood. Judge Mads was um Kate was uh Queen Judge and Vegapunk's like and Caesar scientist clown. rock band, huh? And Caesar clown. Oh yeah, and Caesar clown. They're they're a whole it, fucking fun. They all fun work house. together under the rock uh, band. No, they were science. <laughs> no, I'm just memeing. They were science boys together, and uh, they were they did science and stuff. Big Mom's a scientist. No, not Big Mom. Caesar Clown, Queen, Judge, and Vegapunk. He Queen. Okay. Wow. And apparently, their ship was financed by this dude Dufeld, who was, I guess, on Whole Cake at some point. Uh, wow! What a what depth to this character yeah hey. and i'm not even being sarcastic yeah he didn't believe have to do, it or not he doesn't have to do this but he does he does <laughs> every time there's a deep and intimate backstory with pretty much every character that pops up and has a name um but anyway last we left off uh the cp0 has arrived on egghead and has started to wreak havoc everywhere uh destroying atlas in the process and uh, he happened to cross paths with Luffy, Jinbei, and Chopper as they're carrying Jewelry Bonnie up to the Labo phase, where Vegapunk has, is currently residing at the moment. Um, so, yeah, now we're here. And Luffy is now uh, face-to-face with Luchi. Uh, Luffy notices that Atlas is on the ground and is KO'd. Um, Luckily, Atlas is still alive, and um, Luchi is just looking at Luffy like, I understand that it would be bad to fight. However, um, and uh, Luffy tries to ask uh, Chopper to help her out, to help Atlas out. Uh, unfortunately, Chopper is a medical doctor, not a mechanic, and, and Atlas is a robot, so Frankie would be more help. Um, Luchi tells Luffy not to interfere because it's an internal matter and Luffy's like man she made sure I was fed I'm gonna fuck you up bro <laughs> anybody who feeds Luffy he owes their life to so um I he Luchi done fucked up is what I'd say uh meanwhile at the naval headquarters we see that Aokiji is pissed off as usual because he learned that the straw hats are on egghead egghead as it stands um and he's like no, this is a declaration of war at this point. I wish they, f- I wish they had talked to me first. Um, if Vegapunk is recruited to Straw Hat's side, then we're losing out on a major source of combat power. Um, so basically, he commands uh, one of the naval officers there to uh, tell Luchi to wait for the Navy arrive. Apparently, Kizaru is actually on his way there now. Uh, so you know, he's he told he wanted to tell Luchi to wait for the Navy to arrive and uh, to not fight Straw Hat Luffy. Uh, that was him. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he's been named. Yeah, he has been named. Uh, unfortunately for, uh, for Akainu, uh, the battle's already begun and has in grand fashion, they're not holding back. Uh, we see that Luchi has awakened his cat cat fruit model leopard form. Uh, it's, cool (laughs) it's got he's like a slimmer leopard man but he also has this the same kind of thing that luffy has when he's awake in his form 
I don't know if you know. Yeah, interesting. It's just black flames, it looks like, but whereas Luffy yeah. is like more cloudy, white smoke and steam. Uh, I wonder if they all have it. He's a dire jaguar now. Yeah. I wonder if they all have that when they awaken their fruits, like that weird godly jacket. Not, um, oh, with the, with the, uh, with the, Jesus, with his own fruits, because yeah. Law wasn't like that. Well, yeah, Law, Law didn't have like a weird thing going on there. Neither did a kid. He just had a big magnet. Yeah, he did. Have it was kind of dumb, it. too, but whatever. <laughs> uh, it was, it was yeah. stupid. Stupid. Uh, I don't even remember. What was his way? Exactly. Before? Magnet. Yeah, it was just stronger magnet, I guess. Um, uh, yes. But anyway, Vegapunk arrives where the rest of the Straw Hats are. And he's like, oh my god, the warrior in white has appeared. And um, the other Straw Hats, I'm realizing they don't know about Nika at all. Um I think most of them haven't seen his Nika form actually in in yeah. in in action. Uh, Nami asks, "Is like, wait, isn't that just his gum gum powers?" He's like, "Even in the oldest books of Devil Fruits, there's no such thing as the gum gum fruit." Uh, <laughs> They're like, "What?" <laughs> but he's always going gum gum this and gum gum that, and he's like, "What is he talking about?" Yeah, Vegapunk seems to ignore that completely. The whole series, yeah, this entire time. He's like, he looks just like a god who only appears in the oldest of texts. He's like, wait, that no, that's Luffy. He's fucking, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Don't you know that? Um, and he explains that, of course, Luffy is, uh, look, has the appearance of the laughable warrior of liberation who brings smiles to all people, also known as Nika the Sun God. Um, so this is where it gets kind of fucking crazy. Uh, he starts to talk about how, well, first of all, as long as uh, nobody's ever heard of Nika, really, because it's his name's been erased from the historical texts. Um, but we knew that enough. Uh, he explains that, like, all things are brought into this world with hope, even devil fruits. And this is Vegapunk's theory, but apparently every devil fruit is a possibility for human evolution that someone has desired at one point or another across time and space. Uh, he even mentions to a point where like these powers, these powers are brought on by a deep desire for people and their deepest wish at any point in time. If for example, like somebody out there must've been like, I wish I was a leopard. And that's how Lucci's fruit in some way or form came to be. Um, and those powers that they draw on, exist in different dimensions uh dreamed up by someone else before them uh so you know mm -hmm. he he says this is only his theory but wow that's an interesting concept for power um and basically he's like so you don't need to debate whether any god exists isn't it just a fascinating world um pretty wild um, we get into Luffy uh, arriving where Sentomaru is. Uh, Sentomaru shows up, captain of the Navy uh, Science Division. Uh, Your boy, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's been on this island this whole time, apparently. And um, he shows up with the 
uh, Hawkeye, uh, Boa Hancock, and Jim Bay Seraphims uh, to drive off uh, all the uh, intruders, the CP0. Uh, and uh, Vegapunk is talking to Sentomaro directly. He's just basically being like, uh, he, well, Sentomaro's like, I'm helping CP0, right? He's like, no. Uh, actually, you're uh, attacking CP0. They are threatening my life. Uh, so could you drive them off for me? And he's like, you're going to make me turn traitor right now? And he's like, mm, yeah, true. I should have asked your opinion. But let me put it this way. Uh-huh. He said, this is a request coming from me, the person who saved your fucking life. You really going to let me die? And <laughs> was like, oh, my God. Talk about the pressure. Um so uh, Luchi commands uh, the Kuma Seraphim to start blasting I'm sorry. everywhere. What did this? We always knew Setsumaru was down with Vegapunk since yeah. the beginning. Since he beat the shit out of Luffy. Yeah, he worked directly with Lu- uh, with Vegapunk at that point. Was that a big deal to us? No, well, we knew that he worked with him, but it was kind of a big deal. I mean, you know. That's how he had. The I guess I process. wasn't reading it live yet. Like, yeah, no. Uh, well, that was that would have been revealed in Sabaody, and we caught up basically at Marineford. Yeah, in, end of Impel Down. Yeah, slash Marineford is when I picked it up. That was my origin point. Yeah, me too. So, okay. Oh, you too? Really? I wasn't very far behind when you know when I had you. I thought you seen um I, I thought you already seen the CPO shit and the That's far that's beyond the, that's before the the Annex lobby. That's way before. Yeah, that's way before. I don't know. I don't know how far ahead I I think I like really read One Piece pretty consistently and I finished it in a while because it was like doable. Yeah, because you know about Thriller Bark and all of that shit. So you definitely yeah, read, started reading it way before like me. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I remember getting current around that time as well. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's maybe, maybe I was finally... like, oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh... <laughs> I thought you were shysting it like me, just no. like here, keep it up to date while also catching up. <laughs> no, no, I, I caught, I started reading it from the very beginning, and then I caught up. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's why so I called the shysting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I shice through the series, yo. I do it all the time. <laughs> I shiced right through it. Yeah, because I got to see. I, I don't care if I spoil myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I care deeply about spoilers. <laughs> yeah, check this out. Sometimes like, I'll be reading a series. Like I did this with uh, Assassin. Uh, no. Um, the, with the Assassin guy. That uh, looks like uh, the coach. Him Reborn? No. It looks like the coach, Andy Reid. Oh, Sakamoto Days. Sakamoto days, yeah. I literally went to, I read it up to like, I've read way past this point, but I remember like I got to the 30s and for some reason I just decided to look at the newest chapter and read the whole thing. Sometimes Why? Do sometimes I don't I get know. To a tiny peek at the current chapters and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Right. I'm like, hmm. hmm. They're fighting. I wonder who that is. Yeah, Sakamoto days is nonstop <laughs> fighting. Like they fight pretty much the entire series. Really yeah. good action. Pick up Sakamoto days. It's pretty fun. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> the Seraphim show up. Uh, Sentomaru is being peer pressured into saving Vegapunk's life. Uh, we have uh, 
the S bear seraphim just going off and just blasting off at random points. Uh, oh, actually, uh, Sentomaru uh, commands the S bear to start attacking at, uh, all the CP zero agents, um, and basically Stussy breaks that breaks down the uh, the hierarchy of uh, people that the seraphim will pretty much listen to. Um, and the CP zero are pretty much at the bottom of that list. Um, for the Basic. most part, uh, Centomaro is above them. Doctor Vega Punk and all of his uh, satellites are above Centomaru, and the five elders are above Vega Punk, uh, which is concerning. Uh, they lack access. That is concerning <laughs> as well. No, the five we'll elders. Talk have, about that later. The five elders have ultimate control over the Seraphim, even above Vega Punk. Is what they're saying. Oh no, but these guys do. Oh yeah, not the not the CP zero. They CP zero lacks access. They do lack access. Um, meanwhile, Luffy's punching through the ground and upper and giving this guy a fucking liver shot from the ground. Standard Gear Five shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Luffy's not. Uh, Luffy's not doing great uh, in this fight. He doesn't even understand. I wish I wish instead of exclamation marks, it would have been question, question marks. marks. Like, what the fuck just happened? To <laughs> Did me? I just get punched by the That ground? would have made it way better. Did he use the ground like a glove? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Oh. I disappeared. Yeah, you did disappear. I'm getting a call. Get back here. I'm back then. <laughs> um so yeah, that's all happening. Uh, Luffy actually approaches Sentomaru. He's like, "Hey, Axe Boy, not long time no see." Uh, Sentomaru's like, "Don't call me by my weapon. We're enemies." <laughs> and uh, Axe Boy. Yeah, he's like, "So you're gonna help Punk escape, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, he asked me to. It's cool." And uh, he's basically, and you know, they're having a little chat. He's talking about, "I don't know if that's reassuring or not, but I hear you're an emperor now, and you got that weird look going on." Uh, but that's when Lucci comes out of nowhere and uses his hand pistol uh, to possibly kill Sentamaru. Um, no. I mean, I said possibly. I no. Didn't say, I didn't give him the sound effect, did I? I said possibly. No. Hey, people have been dropping dead ever since the time skip. It's possible. <laughs> Brian people, doesn't agree. People, Neither do people I. People dying. This just goes to show whenever... Some motherfucker is supposedly the most defensive motherfucker in the series. Whenever somebody makes a defensive claim in One Piece, you know they're just going to get murked. That's just how it works. That's just what happens. They're used for power scaling. <laughs> well, to Everybody's be fair, like, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of fucking really... I'm a thick boy. Nobody can hurt me. To be fair, They immediately get, get murked. <laughs> he didn't get a chance to get his guard up, you know? You got to give him a chance. So stupid. Yeah. Well, he's out. Whether he's dead or not, he is out of the game, giving the uh, Seraphim's control uh, to Lucci and the CP0. I mean, he still has to kill Vegapunk because Vegapunk could probably still command the CP0, uh, the, the Seraphim's, but not from where he's at, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and that's where the end of the chapter there. Um, now it's two weeks to the next chapter, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, that was One Piece chapter one thousand and sixty nine. <laughs> uh, uh, we do have a question from Sketchy Mike. I don't know if we should like get into it first, or you know, just do our thoughts first. But um, while I pull it up, in fact, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? 
Um, the Sentomaru design change. That's number one. I don't know. Sentomaru um, looks the same. Right? Exactly the same? Yeah, he just has a coat. But we knew that. That's not brand new. When he showed up oh, in uh, Sabaudi, he had the coat. Oh, he did? Okay, so same design. Same design. I thought he looked different. Nope. I don't know. He 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 is intimidating before, man. Him and and him, Kizaru, and um and the pacifistas, man, they were on another fucking level. Mm-hmm. You know, they they strike fear in my heart, in my adolescent heart. <laughs> You know when I read the, when I first started reading the series, so to see Sensamaru finally pull up and he just he he just got earthed. What happened to this great defense? What happened to that chest plate? Isn't that's not even regular clothing he's wearing? It's supposed to be like body armor or something. What happened? It's not body armor. He's wearing regular, well, it regular clothing. Well, 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 it should have been Chris. I mean, yeah, it should have been. I'm not debating that. You know. I wouldn't do Never that. look. What if, why is Luchi so strong? <laughs> why 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 does he have Conqueror's hockey and he's clashing with Luffy? That shit bothered me. Yeah. Well, technically that could not be Conqueror's hockey. What technically. Do you mean? That could that could just be clashes of hockey, not Conqueror's What hockey. do you mean, Brian? Because we've seen shit like that, like these what clashes happen. What do you mean? I'm literally explaining yeah. it, you stupid bitch. <laughs> no, you're not explaining it well enough, Ryan. I'm literally explaining it right now. You're not letting me explain it. <laughs> so essentially, mean, we've seen these kind of clashes happen before um, with, with hockey. So we're not exactly sure what constitutes like it being conquers and what constitutes it being... Um, like regular armament because well, sometimes it do be like that brian i think you look up whether luchi you. technically has it now there's a chance he has it i feel like it makes sense for him i to think have the it, electricity but... thing is supposed to be conquerors hockey uh clashing it's not con- yeah but hockey. we've seen clashes like that happen before with armament between who and who no i can't recall exactly when but it has happened mm. to my knowledge I wonder why his god form would use armament hockey in the first place. Who? Which, let's be clear, that's exactly what he was doing. Like, regardless. When Luffy clashed with Mr. Jaguar, they both were using the armament on their fist. Mm-hmm. But why would Luffy have to do that in his form? Kind of weird and inconsistent. No, he uses I kind of wish he didn't turn into the Nika form yet. I would. I don't think Mr. Jaguar deserves that. <laughs> I mean, he is getting his ass whooped by it pretty thoroughly. I guess they seem pretty even there. In that moment, sure, but then he hit him with the floor uppercut. Yeah, he did. Um, I did find uh, this guy's question, so I guess we should get into it. Uh, Mike B, our our homeboy, uh, El Scatcherino. He comes in and he asks us a question about this particular chapter. So after reading chapter 1069 of One Piece and seeing Luffy going gear fifth immediately, do you think this means the end for the other gears? Gear five is the strongest. And as of this moment, we don't know of any drawbacks. So I couldn't see why Luffy would ever want to use any other form. So you think he's just going to be like, 
I mean, evidently, he seems to be doing that immediately, just bursting into gear five uh, as his first option. Um, yeah, well, there were times where he slipped into it literally without even being in combat, too. So it seems like that's going to be his bread and butter now. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, you know, I, I can imagine he, he needs time to, like, maybe fully control it. Because, like Brian mentioned, there are moments where he could just, like, slip into it. And we don't know how conscious he is of slipping into gear five or not yet. We just had kind of like a hard cut and there he was. Um, so I'm wondering about that as well. I, w- I would think it would behoove Luffy to pace himself a-, a little bit and just like start with the other gears and end up at five. Uh, or maybe a combo of all of them. Cause in theory, that's what gear five is. It's the combination of all the gears. That's my thought. I, I thought Gear 5 was just the next level. Like, it completely changed the rules of the game. Yeah. Like, it went it went from affecting his body to affecting everything else around him. Oh, yeah, it does. He could probably grab the sun out the sky and smack somebody with it and then place it right back. Yeah, just You know steal, what I'm saying? Just like, steal like, like a to them. Wham! Uh, put it back and it's just a mass of the, the entire mass of the sun he just got cracked in the head with yeah how fire would that be no pun intended that would be pretty sky. fire um all right i guess the kid uh brian what, what would you think what were your thoughts on the uh chapter overall um i think the seraphim are so adorable <laughs> um i think anybody who has any defensive stats in one piece is just made like created to make an example of mm-hmm. Virgo now fucking Sentamaru. Everybody's just looking to get their asses beat. That's true. So I feel like it doesn't really matter at the end of the day how fucking powerful people's defenses are. Um and it would be lame if um fucking if everybody just kind of keeps getting railed whenever they're like, oh yeah, I'm such a defensive fucking player. Everybody I'm so strong (laughs) with my gut. My stomach just doesn't hurt anymore. You know, it's just, come on, just give somebody the ability to be a tank for once. Yeah. But that's, that's all my thoughts for this. Zoro's a tank. Frankie's a tank, literally. Yeah, that's a, he has like tire track. He has like tank tires on his knees. He's a for real tank. Um, I really enjoyed this chapter. I thought the stuff with Vegapunk is super interesting. <laughs> I don't even know really what to make of it all that much. Uh, just cause I feel like obviously Oda letting us know that Vegapunk, this is just like a theory of his, lets us know that like Vegapunk is probably on the right track, but there's still more to learn. This isn't a definitive answer, obviously. Um, and I'm excited to find out more about the devil fruits. I knew this was going to happen. I knew that the second we got to egghead, I was like, Oh, we're going to learn about some devil fruits. Um, I'm here for it. Um, but to know that, like, I don't even know how to conceive of the idea that these fruits are the result of just like people praying for, you know, these, these abilities and, these powers manifesting from other dimensions uh 
it's it's so interesting and it, it does he does give a reason as well i i think i neglected to mention earlier of um like this this desire is like loathed by the the sea because it's like the sea is considered the mother of nature um and that is why devil fruit users tend to sink because they mm-hmm. are kind of like products of unnatural like wishes to to an extent you know it's like a it's like a blasphemy on nature itself to want to evolve yourself to uh, such an accelerated degree uh so i think it's very interesting mm. there are fr- there's like trees that grow these fruits like there's a gum gum tree well not anymore because there's no gum gum tree there's no gum gum fruit right, right. uh but <laughs> which tears apart my theory about like why why the government was just like watching luffy with these powers just be like what isn't that nika's powers <laughs> i thought there would be like a gum gum fruit out there and then just luffy is using the nika fruit and they called it that um right right like that did exist but it doesn't but exist it at out, all not, none of them exist yeah neither of them exist no. bungee gum exists though bungee gum has the properties of rubber and gum you know that really bit them right in the ass didn't it what? the world government they're like, yo, let's erase this fucking devil fruit from existence. <laughs> Nobody's ever gonna like find out about it, bro. And then yeah. when it comes Enter out, red hair. They can't know. They don't know anything about it because it's not written down anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder how much the elders knew before. Like, maybe that's why is that there's no record of them, so the elders didn't actually know until like it started manifesting. It was like, oh shit, I heard about this. <laughs> oh like, fuck! Ah, damn! Ah. Why they gotta? Why they gotta erase that shit, bro? Like, can you just give us a little page, bro? Like a little sticky note, bro? Damn. I should have read more devil fruit books, then I would know that there's <laughs> no such thing as a goddamn gum gum fruit. I'm such no. an idiot! <laughs> yeah, wait, nobody back check that. <laughs> Nobody went, nobody fact check it and went, yo, you know what? Like, I, guys, I don't see any like. I don't see any gum gum fruit in this shit. <laughs> Just say. <laughs> yeah. This some new shit. I'll give them benefit of the doubt in that they they knew because they had they were transporting it. They knew what the ship they they knew what the fruit was. We're like they had a pretty heavy guard underneath it. It just got stolen from them. But I'm sure there's a whole story behind the the Nika fruit and all that stuff that we're gonna learn later on. Um just because there's a whole story of Shanks that we have to understand <laughs> before uh, moving, moving any further into understanding Devil Fruits. I feel, I feel. Uh, but man, what a chapter! Lots of stuff. Oda is the king of just like breadcrumbs. This is giving us just enough to be satisfied for a little while, but still keeping us wondering. Um, I don't know if he's been watching Lost for several years. It's just like I'm gonna do what they do, but for manga. But he he makes it happen every time. The seraphim are adorable. I do agree with you on that, Brian. They are very adorable ch- kids. I love Esper. Esper is my favorite. Yeah, Esper is adorable. He's a big, giant, deadly teddy bear. I um, just hope that Senamaru isn't out. <laughs> yeah, I hope. He's not I just dead hope. Too. I just hope that Sentamaru just isn't just insta-murked and then done for the rest of the arc. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Sentamaru was down. He was like, all right, I guess I'm helping you guys out then. 
So, you know, I'm, I'm sorry uh, I sicked a bunch of fa- pacifistas and my uncle Kizaru on you two years ago uh, and, and palmed you to death. But now we're on the same side. Um, but yeah, uh, dirty move by Lucci. It made me mad. I was like, you bitch. Why'd you attack? I think you're muted, Josh. I was just saying how Sensomaru just got reintroduced. Yeah. Hey, Drew. <laughs> and then Insta gets instant finger blasted. <laughs> it is funny how he did it, too. He's just like, oh, I don't know. What's going on, man? You look weird. You're an emperor now. If- oh, God. <laughs> dead. And dead. Not dead. Dead. Maybe not dead. We'll have to see. Um, but yeah, those are my thoughts. Great chapter. I hope Luffy revenge kills Lucci in uh, in Sentomaro's name. It's looking like that. Also, one more thing. Um, I wonder how long it's going to take for Kizaru to get there. Um, like, because he was already on the way, so he should arrive, like, basically as soon as fucking Lucci gets his ass beat, no? He better hurry Does up. Does he not move at the speed of light? I mean, kind of. Right? Yeah. He can't fly. What? what can he ride on like his own beam or some shit? No, he has to like he can travel through reflections. So unless they find a way to make a bunch a line of mirrors from one island to the next, he can't necessarily oh. fly there. I mean, it's Vegapunk's island. I feel like they would have to have some kind of system like that. Well, they won't. They won't now. <laughs> Why would they? Kizaru <laughs> is coming to kill them. <laughs> he will kill them. Um, oh, one funny diamond dynamic that brings up. Uh, I think Kizaru is supposed to be Sentomaru's brother. I wonder if he'll take kindly to. Huh? Not brother. Oh. Uh, n- he's supposed to be his uncle. What? Yeah, he calls him Uncle K- Uncle Kizaru. You can verify that for me, Brian. But I'm pretty sure that's a thing. <laughs> what? Uh, verify it, Brian. Yeah, verify it for me, Brian. But I'm pretty sure that's Please. a thing. Encyclopedia, don't let me down now. <laughs> Gone freaks. Gone freaks. But I'm pretty sure that's the case. If that's true, I wonder how fucking hell he'll take that. I wonder if he'll just be like, mm, "My foolish nephew, you shouldn't have cho- you shouldn't have chosen the wrong side." With his pursed lips. Ooh. Um. In fact, it's completely baseless. The only partially relatable tie between Kizaru and Vegapunk. Oh wait. Okay, so he is his son. He is his nephew. Hey. Yeah, he is his nephew. Let's go, <laughs> me. The encyclopedia, which is very odd because they don't look alike at all. The old noggin, still working. There's a reason I'm wearing this Jolly Roger on my head. It's giving me all the memories. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, pretty pretty big chapter though. <laughs> yeah, he's either gonna be very nonchalant manga villain about it, or he's uh, not gonna he, he's not gonna take kindly to it. Uh, no in between. But with that being said, any rebuttals? Anything? Any last words on the chapter? All right. Nope. Let's move onward. My hero academia. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't know. You got to make it fun somehow. This is my hero academia chapter. Three. 
This is my <laughs> my Eroga damage after 375 chaotic confusion. Um, last we left off, uh, everything started going sour for the heroes. We had uh, Kuragiri wake up and start teleporting reinforcements to various uh, places where the villains were having a tough time, specifically with Endeavor and um, and Hawks versus uh, All for One in his new awakened form, and uh, Shigaraki with uh, everybody, pretty much the world <laughs> at his back. Uh, and we last we left off there, we had uh, twice apparently come through the portal, but it's actually Toga using twice his quirk. Uh, to wreak mayhem on uh, what's going on there, uh, and we figure out how that whole thing started to how did how that whole thing came together. Uh, we cut to Okuto Island, uh, where uh, Asui and Uraraka are fighting uh, Toga. Um, Toga is uh, Uraraka is just trying to like figure out how to take her down because uh, she's Toga has this trick for concealing her presence uh, and. You know, she's figuring that, you know, it'd be good to have a sensory type hero, hero uh, back them up. Uh, big Gang Orca. I almost called him Big Orca. His name is Gang Orca. I got to remember the name. Orca. King Orca. Uh, he's back, like. Gang Orca back for his like. Uh, third appearance in 400 chapters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was a uh, he was somewhat prominent in the original war. He was there. He existed. Um, yeah, didn't they tease yeah. that he was going to do some cool shit in that war, and then they like didn't show it? Yeah. <laughs> Brian, from my memory of just reading the series over, yes, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> He's like, time for me to do some cool shit. Yeah, and no. they proceeded to do cool shit just off screen, off camera. <laughs> Just so we can't see it. <laughs> Read Vigilantes if you want to know what he does here. <laughs> yeah. That's fucked up. No. Tune in to SBS yeah. for after this. Yeah. Anyway, he's headbutting a Nomu right now. So I guess his like sensory powers are going to have to wait. I know he has sonar and stuff. So sonar. Sonar. Um, we see that Toga is actually like thinking more strategically. Um, apparently, uh, according to the narration, we see that uh, Himiko Toga's actions were rarely driven by any sort of big picture strategizing. However, her her rancor, I don't know what that means. Brian, could you look up what rancor means? It's a bleach thing, isn't it? <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, and a rancor? <laughs> no, this guy. No, rancor. Pulling, pulling out deep cut references. Maybe it's her uh, quirk. I don't think that's what her quirk is. Her rancor. I would be surprised. Anyway, her rancor completely transformed her into a full fledged, full fledged villain. As she takes, take uh, is about to take twice his blood. Uh, Asui peeps that shit and is like, Bleh! she does her Yoshi tongue directly at uh, at the vial. But unfortunately, uh, Shirajuar, it was a decoy, and uh, Himiko Toga manages to uh, transform into Asui at some point, and then uh, drink the blood, 
uh, allowing her to transform into uh, twice and uh, is now able to use his quirk. Um, and uh, at that very moment, that's when the Kuragiri portal pulled up. And he's like, must save Shigaraki and his allies, Himikotoga. What do you want to do? And he's like, to slaughter the heroes, starting with Hawks. Because, uh, you know, that's fitting. Uh, so, yeah, that's how she ended up where she is. As she's being teleported away, uh, uh, Uraka tries to reach out for her. And she's like, get back here. We still haven't had our chat about romance. Mm. <laughs> mm. Anyway, this didn't move to uh, Toga much. Yeah, Toga was like, "Huh, if only we could have." But I'm a grown man now, and I have to teleport over to somewhere else. Uh, so yeah, she says she wished she could have. Uh, we return to the Gunga Mountains, and uh, we get this weird narration thing. Uh, where we get an explanation of just what we know by now. Um, and then we get a big two-page spread where Toga uses uh, Sadman Parade uh, infinite doubles, where there's just like a tsunami of Twice clones uh, approaching everyone. Uh, and everybody's like, fuck, no! Uh, but the chapter ends with a little beacon of hope, I guess, as guess who pulls through the portal... Uh, it's Asui and uh, and and Uraraka. Um, we have pretty much like everybody reacting to them, and there is a little panel of the weather lady, I guess, to remind us that a storm is coming soon, and that's probably going to be a little bit of a saving factor <laughs> in all this. Um, it could be Bakugo's awakening or whatever. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Because the same thing happened around the like the weather cha- started changing around the time that Bakugo died. So yeah, how much you want to bet this lightning comes down and acts as a defibrillator for Bakugo's heart? That, that <laughs> no, is now I don't think that is so. now Ed shot. Let me get this theory out, Brian, because I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Uh, he's gonna, it's going to be Ed shot. He's going to get a shock to the heart. It's going to be like, <gasps> and it's going to bring Bakugo back to life. That's that's what I'm going with. You know what? You won me over. If that I'm happens, in. Brian, what will you do? I feel like it's very likely, to be honest. Mm. It feels like it's somewhat likely to happen that Bakugo's second chance at life comes at the end of a lightning strike directly onto his headshot heart. Um, but I hope not. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was uh, the end of the chapter. Uh, that was a chapter. Uh, Josh, what did you think well, about this chapter? So, um, I wasn't really, really excited or really down about the chapter. I was just moving things along, I suppose. So with that said, I remember talking so much shit about how we're never going to see Uraka and this girl like resolve their little situation or whatever. So I guess we're gonna get that. So I should eat, eat, you know, whatever. Alpha me, whatever. Well, we we'll are see. gonna we'll get see that. What he does she's still with here. It. Hey, don't lose hope. Huh? Ochaku went through the portal. So did Asui. So there's still hope. But here's the problem. 
That's the point. Is that that subplot sucks ass. <laughs> I never does. liked it. I never gave a fuck about this whole yeah like forced love triangle like I'll tell you nothing what, about this is interesting yeah, Jack like, has no idea about anyway he has no idea <laughs> exactly like him i'll tell you what brian you're not wrong this this plot point does indeed suck ass. the only woman he cares about in his life is his mom which as, <laughs> as he should his mother's a saint um but yeah that uh, like pussy what that got to do with saving the world? <laughs> what that got to do with awful one? Yeah. One fall. One fall. Yeah, man. Uh, continue, Josh. I don't know if you have any more thoughts, but I bet if I wonder if all my ever told a girl like this, that pussy is one fall. The <laughs> <laughs> pussy. Uh, <laughs> What? One for me and the crew. (laughs) That pussy is one for the streets. He's the symbol of peace. (laughs) That's how you keep the peace. This is uh, nah. Let me stop being. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my phone didn't drop, but my my iPad did. Hey man, um, don't jinx it. Yeah. Brian said it right. I don't care for this conflict. That's why I wrote it off weeks and months, like a, a couple months ago when I said they would never return because I didn't care if they returned or not. But I it hope I have a reason there. to return. I really like these last few panels. I mean, this the last page with all of them kind of, you know, getting ready to confront these situations. Like the look on their face. Who's this lady at the bottom again? Did you guys talk the about lady. that? I've, it was like a chapter ago or so where the lady was like, there's a big storm developing and it's going towards Japan. And also the world governments are pussy for letting Japan fight this battle all by themselves. Yeah. Well, um, we already know that USA has uh, Kenjaku that they had a meeting with him, so they couldn't yeah, go. That's true. Right, right. They were booked. That's what he was talking about. They all about. share the same universe. Yeah, they had shit to do. Yeah. Um, I don't really have too many other thoughts, Brian. What did you think, Brian? Uh, you know, for all my defending my hero academia before, I never really enjoyed the Toga like romance uh subplot thing that they were trying to do. It was never really a good one for me. I never tried. Like, I I like I've never really been a fan of Toga in general, to be honest. I, I, I only. I've always enjoyed everybody else, but I feel like Toga being wasted as this kind of, you know, crazy, like hopeless romantic kind of thing is always felt like a disservice to her character and what it could have been about because her whole thing is like, she has like, what makes her interesting is that she has a quirk that is so, so clearly not for a sane person. And it, it's really sad, you know, because it functions off of, you know, madness. Like it functions off of, you know, death and and blood. And um I it's really hard to find like an easy salute. Like it's hard to find a solution to a problem like that. And people take the easy route of just exiling her or treating her like she's not human, you know? 
and that's what her story could have been about but instead it just boils down to her oh i love deku and i also love ochaka oh no but we're you're a hero and i'm a villain the what a sad world we live in like <laughs> that <man parade. laughs> like come on oh, man what a like, sad world it's, <laughs> it's so uninteresting and it's all one-sided and it just boy it it melts down both ochako and and toga like this subplot doesn't benefit either of them it makes them both weaker in my opinion and um and it's horribly horribly out of place for what's going on in the series right now um and i don't think this is something that should have been resolved before this and this should have been the payoff to it being resolved before Mm. like maybe things went wrong between them in that conversation and then now this is them having to fight because that fell out or maybe there's like before it was more open-ended and maybe she could get under her skin but it's just like not worth it i don't think this is a good subplot um and i'm a little disappointed that it's being carried over into a battlefield where more interesting shit is going down literally yeah yeah it's uh yeah i hate i mean beat a dead horse why don't you i also don't give a shit about this weird subplot i mean you know like i'm i think there's something interesting to be said about toga's thing like brian said you know it's about like somebody who is kind of mentally unhinged and is and just so happens to have a pretty uh violent ability all things considered um and you know it just feels like there's a disconnect between that and the wanting to be people you love thing that i've never fully understand or felt um like I guess it goes to a power of mimicry, you know, where she could be somebody else. And, uh, you know, the the strength of her power is dependent on how much she loves the person. And that's why she's able to use twice as quirk and able to use Ochako's quirk and all that stuff. Um, so I guess there's, there's a parallel here, you know, someone who just wants to be loved and loves a lot, but is also mentally unhinged that doesn't know how to really express that. Uh... But it is boiled. It does uh, boil down to "I love this boy" <laughs> type shit, and the and it does make Ochako a little lesser because her character is almost already entirely based on Deku. Uh, so yeah, I feel like that. Like you know, of all the League of Villains, this is like one of his weird missteps where there's something here, but it is weirdly. It's just like not uh, expressed well enough for me to really I identify and understand with it. Um, or maybe it's just the way it's written because I understand what he's trying to do. You know, it's about this person who is unable to uh, show affection in any other way than this weird violent thing she's got going on. There are probably people in the world like that, you know, like murderers and stuff like that who who think that way. Um but yeah, I don't know. It it is um it is strange the way it's executed, I suppose. I I'm just like not identifying with uh Toga like I am the rest of the league. 
And maybe there's like there was a better way for Horikoshi to do that than just to give this weird love triangle dynamic that didn't need to be a thing. Um, I don't know. It's tough. Uh, but, you know, we have all these plot lines converging at one point, and uh, hopefully they all like kind of bounce off each other in an inter- interesting way. Uh, but we'll see. <laughs> We're actually... Uh, I. Okay, my hero is coming out next week. Uh, cool. Nice. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that'll be there. That will be there. Also, one thing I actually got kind of confused at the sequence of events in the last two pages. Uh, just because like the to be continued is on the page before the actual last page, and I'm like, wait, is this supposed to be swapped around? Because then we see like the sequence of action of, uh, uh, Uraraka being thrown through the portal in the first place. Um. And then all these reaction shots, and then all of a sudden we see Ochaku zooming through the the portal, and I'm like, is that supposed to be the real last page, or it just felt a little weird? I don't know about you. Horikoshi does that sometimes, where he'll have like the last page, and then it'll be like extra. There'll be still more pages. Yeah, after. I don't know if it's a printing. Yeah, sometimes I I miss the last page because of that. It didn't happen this week. But yeah, sometimes sometimes I wonder is this like a weird printing error because I feel like the the sequence of events it's not just that the to be continued is like on this page, it's also like they're zooming through the hole, but the page after that is uh Asui throwing her through the hole like through the portal. So it feels a little like confusing. I'm just I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't think that was like his intention, but I could be wrong there as well. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, that's all my thoughts. Uh, I don't know. Have I don't know if you guys have any rebuttals or anything like that. All right, Not really. Well, uh, let's move on to the next one. Stalling so I could get it going. All right, let's go. Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man. This is Chainsaw Man chapter 113. I want to see penguins. Um, so last we left off, uh, Asa in her mission to create a weapon strong enough to defeat the Chainsaw Man for uh, Yoru has decided to ask Denji out on a date uh, so that she can uh, turn him into a into a weapon at some point during the date. Uh, we open up here with Asa, uh, Asa getting ready. And, you know, she has a hairpin going, but then she takes it out. He's like, forget the hairpin. And Yoru's like, uh, you're so plain. Can't you add more flair or whatever? And he's like, no, it's fine. And he's like, yeah, well, you'll be able to turn that punk into a weapon if he likes you. Are you truly capable of seducing him? And he's, she's like, too easy you know boys it's super easy you, they'll fall for anybody who show them even a fraction of a good time uh and he's like yours like for real he's like yeah you just don't understand because you're a devil and he's like mm. i guess <laughs> and she's like besides i'm pretty darn cute so you know he'll be head over heels by the time we hang out for a little bit uh and they go to the aquarium they're just staring at these anemones uh uh, and there, she's just there's paragraphs of text her of her explaining sea life to Denji, and Denji's like, 
uh, can we not talk about an anemones already? Anemones. And she's like, I want to go look at the penguins. He's like, no, we're supposed to look at these for another 10 minutes. He's like, listen, I came up with the perfect plan for enjoying the aquarium. If we aren't deviating from the plan, so, you know, chill. And Daddy's like, all right. And then she starts explaining more shit about starfish and uh, all this stuff. There's massive paragraphs of the, of oceanic life facts. Um, he's like, all right, I want to go see penguins already. He's like, no, the plan is to look at starfish for another 30 minutes. <laughs> he's like, 30 minutes? Um, he's like, hey, man, can we just ignore... Oh, dude, after all this, she starts going into another monologue about it. And inside her head, she's like, <laughs> she's thinking about it. She's like, he should be falling for me around now. Hmm. Hmm. Even the aquarium employees couldn't give this good of an explanation. <laughs> He's like, can we just ignore the plan and go see penguins for a minute? He's like, would you mind shutting up? We'll have fun as long Yo. as you stick to my plan. You don't need to think about a thing. And then he's like, I decided to think about my own stuff in my own way, you know? And he goes like, I'm looking at those penguins with or without you because I've never seen a penguin before. <laughs> he's like, good for you, Denji. <laughs> he's grown so much. I fucking love Denji so much. <laughs> yeah, so she watches him go, go away and Yoru's like, shouldn't you go after him? He's like, no, he's the wrong one. He interrupted my explanation and went off on his own. I didn't do anything wrong. And Yoru comes in with some heat. <laughs> She's just like, could it be that you're a total bore? She was like, what? What'd you say? Dude, the like, fuck you said about me? You said, dude, you not only bored that boy, but I was bored. <laughs> I was bored the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, what? You and the fucking chainsaw boy, fake chainsaw boy are bores. I studied up on ocean facts at the library for this. He's like, all right, whatever. Go after him. And uh, she's just yelling at him more. He's like, you, you just don't understand because you're a fucking devil. I did everything right. And um, that's when uh, a familiar face pulls up. He's like, you're not wrong, Asa. And it's the girl from the Devil Hunter Club that showed up and gave uh, your uh, not your Yuko her expanded abilities, I guess. And she's like, "Whoa, you're." And she's like, "Denji's someone who doesn't know the first thing about right or wrong. You're right, but there's one thing you're wrong about. You can't turn into Denji into a weapon at all. Um, it's like you always have to do the right thing. You can't turn a person into a weapon, and." Uh, Asa's like, how do you know about my power? He's like, did I never mention? I'm war's devil. I'm the war devil's big sister, the famine devil. And she says, call me Fammy. <laughs> uh, so that's not great. Uh, so Yoru is like, not good. Asa, don't listen to that. And then she snaps her fingers and both of them disappear. And she's like, I took Yoru outside. Any human being should be able to, uh, should be capable of abandoning their, uh, morality when they're starving. So, you know, you aren't leaving this aquarium until you turn Denji into a weapon. See you soon. And Dude. then that's, 
that's when Denji comes back. He's like, ah, we got an emergency. Uh, this aquarium ain't that big, right? She's like, no. He's like, because uh, no matter how far I walked down that hall, I couldn't get out. And we see just like an endless fucking hallway of this aquarium. And uh, Denji's like that pain in the butts back from hell. Uh, and that's where the chapter left off. Uh, seemingly that the infinity devil is also back. Or the eternity devil. I oh, remember mm-hmm. when it was in that room for mad long? Yo, they he chainsawed him in the elevator room. I saw like mm-hmm. that. That shit was crazy. So yeah, it's both the uh, famine and the infinity devil are back. Uh, so yeah, crazy. Uh, Josh, what did you think about this chapter? This chapter was so fucking funny. It was my RGC. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, yeah, um, it was my RGC as well. Whoa! Yeah, it was my RGC. Uh, this was a, <laughs> this is a unified, really good chapter for Chainsaw Man. First time, I think, in the at least in this new era, right? Anyway, I'm is doing it. The, I'm doing the drop. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Unified RGC. Oh yeah. Uh, go on, Josh. Um, yeah so when when she was so confident talking to the war devil about how she's gonna back up denji excuse me in my mind i was i was on her side because denji was already fiend out for her just because she's a girl you know what i mean mm-hmm. that is interested in him so of course like he's gonna be down with it um but it was just, what did she say? She was like, boys fall for anyone who can show them a fraction of a good time. That's, I don't know about fall for them, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's just the fact that even Denji, so she's that lame that even Denji, who all he cares about is, is wanting to get laid, wouldn't even care. If she looked like a foot, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she would have, he would have still. As long as she know, has boobs, he was interested. Yeah. You know, so it's the fact that even with all that I said, and by the way, I learned two things today that there are over, there are over 2,000 species of starfish mm-hmm. and also that Brian knows his shit about podcast stuff. Those are two things I learned today. You know what I'm saying? So um, I do appreciate both Brian and um, the author of Chainsaw Man. What is this? For providing me with that information. <laughs> anyway, um, it's just the way Denji looked as, he, as she's like explaining everything. He looks worn out. Like he's really trying. Yeah, like remember when Oda was holding the uh the the pot boiling like yeah. he was boiling and holding up the samurai and he yeah. was like, ooh, <laughs> you know that's how Den- Denji is going through it right now. Yeah, and all he wants to do is see the penguins and yeah, just let the boy see the penguins. Just let him see the penguins. If you'd seen the penguins, I like how he came to the conclusion. He was like, I decided to think about stuff in my own way. Like, fuck out of here. It's, it's, you know, it's funny because 
someone with more intelligence than Denji, and like like I say, a regular person probably would have just stood with stuck with it. But he has enough of a sense of independence to be able to say, you know what, I don't care who the fuck you think you are. I want to see what I want to see. Yeah. Ultimately, I put that first, and I respect that about Denji. He puts his he puts his interest. I don't really respect it, but it's something that's cool to see, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's a you could you got to be both. It's not respectable if you're not also super considerate, you know. At the yeah. same time, he's a simp with boundaries. Very. Thin that's the boundaries. balance I want to have. You gotta have. I want to. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. No, he's a simp with boundaries. He's got like, yeah, he's got paper thin boundaries, but man, she really had to be really bad, <laughs> I guess, to break Denji's simp barrier. No, she literally said like, we're supposed to do this for 10 more minutes. Like, what? Are you, are you fucking psycho? <laughs> she is. She has no idea what she was. That's why I was so thrown off in the beginning, because Bitch, what are you talking about? You've never had a boyfriend. Yeah. What? Right? Isn't that isn't yeah, that the I think case? That's the thing. No, everyone joked on her at school. Like fuck, you ain't no, you're a cornball. No, you you ain't got no, you ain't got no swag. You ain't got no game. No. You know this is Chainsaw Man you're talking to. He's been around. He has been around. I don't give a fuck about this, no starfish. I care about starfish. Yeah. Those are all your thoughts? Yeah, I think starfish are pretty cool. Starfish are pretty cool. <laughs> Brian, what do you think about starfish in this chapter? Um, and this also, a... I guess, podcast stuff if you'd like to share with the audience as well. This is a really funny chapter. Um, I think... Is it the Infinity Devil at the end? Or yeah. is it... Yeah, it's the Infinity Devil. Are we Devil. sure? Because... So you know the it's Fanny infinite? Devil's working with the fanon, Famine Devil? Yeah. Well, at the very they least, it's there because like Denji, Denji mentions that it's back. So it's not Famine because he's never faced off against Famine, I don't think. He's faced off against the Infinity Devil who's made the hallway endless. What an annoying devil. Yeah. I'm trying to leave a place and it's just like the exit's further and further away from me. So I've been walking for 45 minutes. I, am I, is this Gojo? Is Gojo doing this? Am, am I in a dream? Hey, I don't have much else to say. This is a pretty fun chapter. I couldn't even imagine that shit. That's, yeah, that's like from Super Mario. When you're running up this dance fiber. Yeah. Um, I guess I do want to add uh, that 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 moment with Denji is uh, pretty. It's actually like a deeper moment than you think, uh, where where he decides to just go off after uh, after Asa's like you don't have to. Think it's about a deeper anything. moment that that I think maybe. Or you're saying that generally? In general, generally, mm-hmm. I would say it generally. I would never profess to know <laughs> more than you think, Josh. <laughs> uh, Good. Good. Uh, so, I think the interesting thing about it is that Denji just like 
spent so long in Chainsaw Man Part One with uh, the control devil for so long, and now that he's just like kind of out, you know, out of her grasp and all that stuff, he's just he's he's like more independent now, and he's like not he's making choices for himself and. Despite the fact right. that he's not changed all that much on the outset, the one positive change that he's made in his life is that he has uh, gained his own agency and his own sentience. And, you know, he's like, is he's his own person. So I appreciate that about uh, this little moment of development. Because old Denji probably would have stayed for 30 minutes and listened to her talk about starfish uh, forever. Uh, did, you, did you mute yourself? Yeah, I did. Um, but for sure, he definitely would have tempted hard for her in the last season, mm. and that—that's why I brought it up too. I was like, "Yeah, like he—he's grown to that point," and I—that's—I guess that's why I said I respected about him. Mm-hmm. But you really broke it down much further. That was well said. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's all I got to say about it. Um, this chapter was. Pretty damn good, obviously, RGC for all three of us. Um, Do you think Denji could be at a Nomu, a higher Nomu? Denji? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's he's being far stronger than, than a Nomu. All right. Well... I guess with that being said, uh, we should move on to the next chapter. I can't believe Jujutsu Kaisen and Black Clover aren't on today. It's so weird. Right. Um, it's an odd combination of not being there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Gone and Kilua <laughs> are not in you this chapter. Hunter, Hunter. <laughs> They're never coming back to the series because it's going to go on hiatus again for another eight years. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. You never know. They'll pop up on the boat. Uh, this is Hunter Hunter chapter 398. We're getting close to the big 400. Uh, but Hunter Hunter chapter 398, search. Um, last we left off, uh, we see that we we had like a flashback, a full f- full-blown flashback and now we're just back in the present time we're just plopped back um where uh we're back in the uh succession battle arc where uh the the phantom troop or members of the phantom troop finks uh nobunaga and uh phaeton nobunaga are, yeah are hunting for the Haley, which is one of the factions that lie upon this ship and is causing a lot of mayhem and a lot of trouble for the other two uh cock and mafia uh people so there's just like a big old turf war happening trying to snuff out the Haley before they cause enough trouble that it would give the higher ups an excuse to come down and pretty much slaughter all of them uh with impunity so uh they enlist the phantom troop to help do that uh they've basically been uh weaving their way through these Haley traps that have been set uh, by the members of the Haley, uh, using one of their own to uh, try and guide them through that, you know, take the hit, if anything. Um, and uh, so far, they haven't come into many traps. Uh, they see <laughs> there's a big explanation about this uh, trap door um, and all that stuff. 
so far, they haven't fallen into one yet. And they keep going through doors to try and figure out where exactly the trap is. Uh, the guy gets a chance to escape, but Phaeton cuts him off pretty quickly. And is like, you thought you thought you had this, didn't you? You thought you were going to run away. Um, and he tells them, uh, he basically threatens him to come back before he chops off uh, one of his ears. Um, right so, or left. Yep. And uh, this guy comes back and he goes to the door, but then he disappears. And they're like, oh, shit. It triggered without the old man. So... He says that there uh, there doesn't seem to be any auxiliary props. Not it's not a barrier, but a landmine. So it's not like a wall necessarily, but it's a it's a, there's an activation switch that uh, that exists in this area that starts off the Nen trap that allows you to that teleports the intruder somewhere else. Um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, they got to, now that they know kind of what the deal is with this particular trap, um, they just got to find out more information. Uh, so they grab another one of their guys and just shoves them through. Um, so, uh, and from then they learned that it's, uh, it's not, um, a single use trap. It's just there and it's a multi-use. So it goes off a certain number of times. Um, and before the Phantom Troop decides that one of them should go through the portal and figure out uh, what's going on there, um, we have uh, the mem- the underbosses of the GU and the Cha'ar come by and be like, wait, uh, we might be able to find out where their home base is if you just hear me out. And basically the plan is, is that they're going to uh, activate the trap while wearing a homing device and... Uh, that way they'll know exactly where they teleported to. So they won't have to fall into this trap in order to arrive at the Haley headquarters. And the way they do that is that they use Henrig's uh, ability to turn uh, uh, technology into animals and turns a transmitter into an oyster. Uh, and he, why an oyster out of everything else? I have no idea. I don't know either. <laughs> I guess it's a raw food. You could a raw like, thing you can eat but you could have turned into a vegetable i guess oh no wait, he couldn't have it's not an animal i guess it's a raw animal you could eat and not die but yeah uh so they basically explained that like one whoever decides to go through the portal will swallow this hole and you know we'll basically have a transmitter transmitter inside of them and uh once the person goes to the door uh, they'll immediately know where the room is on the boat and they can go right to them. Uh, so Henrig takes the bullet. He, he eats the oyster, steps to the portal and arrives at the Haley headquarters where they arrived, uh, where, where the Haley have teleported everyone to. He's like, wait, there's nobody here. Uh, and he looks around, there's flesh, fresh blood everywhere, but they must've interrogated all the ones who came before and then realized that we were on their way, on our way. And in that particular moment, that's exactly when Nobunaga shows up, uh, having used the homing device to figure out where he is exactly. Um, pretty cool. Oh, I think he goes to the portal as well. That's why he gets there so quickly. Mm. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah. He says he's going to join him. Yeah. And he realizes that. Sorry. 
Yeah, he realized that this isn't a setup, you know, although Nobunaga never really thought that Henrik was setting him up, but he was like, hmm, uh, I never thought that, but they did, that my boys thought that you were, so they, they told me to kill you if you ever, if you came up talking about how you saw us coming or anything like that. Um, so, you know, we're cool. I'll learn, I'll learn your name now, by the way. And he's like, it's Henrik. He's like, sorry. Yo. He said I he was so frank with him, like, look, I, I didn't care to hear your name before, but you've been talking a lot of sense and a lot of gangster shit. And that's right up our alley. Yeah. Um but yeah, that works. Um, so basically, uh they're like, What should we do? And he's like, act. And yeah, Nobunaga does uh, you know, looks for, you know. Along the walls, he notices that this is their home base. No doubt about it. Nobunaga tries to take some shots at the wall, but he does not make any cuts because the wall is protected by Nen. Uh, what kind of Nen? They don't know, but you know, it could be a conjurer, transmitter, a transmuter. It could be a specialist. Um, so you know, it's hard to, it's hard to destroy, basically. Um. So yeah, the only way is to. Uh, the only way out of this place is to start opening all of these doors. Uh, so Henrik volunteers to open up all the doors and uh, there's a shower room, a bathroom, three toilets and three toilets, basically. Um, so they don't know what's going to happen. So they're like, all right. So Henrik is going to go through one of the doors and uh, he says, I'm sure you'll be able to tr- defend the transmitter. Even if I die, um and yeah henry goes through the door and that's where the chapter ends um wow just like that what did you think about uh hunter hunter chapter 398 Uh, so i was a little surprised that they cut directly from the past to now but at the same time the way they ended it seemed like a nice little divisional point from where they could come back to it now that they're older you know what I'm saying? I think we got what we need to get for them in the young age. You know, at that point where they were really small. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. I, I was cool. You know, they showed Nobunaga a lot. He even had him a um, vagabond moment. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? The... Um, somewhat. Not really. In particular, if you go to page um, 15, Mm-hmm. you'll know which which panel is the Vegabond moment. I don't know. <laughs> Bottom left. Uh, just his face? Oh, See because how of detailed his detailed his hair face? Is? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. Is that not like Vegabond? Yeah. I mean, sometimes he decides to super hyper fo- uh, hyper detail Nobunaga's face. He looks like a Japanese man. That's Vagabond. He does look like a Japanese man. I think he's that, that's by uh, intent. Right. So it's it's Vagabond. Vagabond, exactly. Uh Vagabond moment. Yeah. Um Yeah, <laughs> that is a Vagabond moment, I guess. He does that a couple times this chapter where he hyper details uh Nobunaga's face. No way. He does that more than once. Maybe. Just one. Mm-mm. 
All right, maybe you're right. Maybe he only does it once. It's rare, bro. Yeah. Anyway. It's rare like Lil B. Uh, any other thoughts? No. Brian, what are your thoughts on Hunter x Hunter, chapter 852? This was my second. Um, yeah. Really, really close for me. Um, what's the name of this fucking mafia guy? The one who... Henrik? Henrik, he's so fucking cool. He um, is. I didn't expect to enjoy this mafia subplot so much, but it's really fucking cool to see the way um, the Phantom Troop interact with the outside world. And also, I want to say I called it. I predicted that the that the backstory would be paused yeah, um, after that chapter. <laughs> I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect it to be paused that abruptly. I knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> I called it. I was like, you know what? Things are getting a little too interesting. They're going to pause it and we're going to keep pushing forward. And I was right, baby. You were right. I, I'm i in tuned. I'm in tuned with this series. <laughs> I know. I know too This much. is your one piece. <laughs> this is my one piece. I understand the Nen system better than anybody. That's true. I don't understand <laughs> that's it. That's for sure. Me. Um, I understand but, them better than you, Brian. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. What? What is Nov's uh, Nen affinity then, huh? What the fuck does that have to do with knowing <laughs> the Nen system? Go ahead. Tell me what's his Nen affinity. What's his Nen affinity, bro? <laughs> the only thing you had to know about Nen is that there's risk and reward. That's wow. it. Anything can happen in this series. Wow. Nobunaga could summon a monster from his sword. Oh, speaking as of... Long as, as long as he duct tapes his pinky and his ring f- and, and his yeah, ring finger together. And he um, says the alphabet a, backwards while he fights. Actually, he's, a, he's a enhancer con... He's an enhancer in uh, transmuters, so I don't think that's right. possible. But if, no, but if he, if he puts a, 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 enough of a restriction on it, I mean, he can do it, I guess. I but, have no idea. Um, I think there a lot of people have been saying that there are death flags here. For um, who? Nobunaga? For Nobunaga, yeah. Um, people are just saying, showing his ability? No, because of the situation that they put themselves in. Um, they currently are inside the murder room, like the the play, like the door that they open at the end there. That's the room where they chop up the bodies that they kill. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pre- this plan leaves a lot of space for them to be by themselves against and outnumbered for a pretty long time. Um, True. Yeah. Because they could be anywhere on the ship and who knows how long it's going to take for them to get from point A to point B. You know, is it that uh, Nobunaga's truly not scared, or is it more so that he's just ready to die? Is that what it is? I think he's just not scared at all. Nobunaga seems like he knows his shit when it comes to Nen, yeah. but and fighting we, anybody. In yeah, we just don't know his fucking like Nen technique. Whatever, so it's to gonna speak. be better than whoever he's fighting against. Like, I guess so. I, I don't know. So. It's there you go. The the thing about the hate, what is it? The Haley uh, yeah. or is it Char? No, it's the Haley. So the thing about the Haley is that 
Um, even though their NEN techniques, no, even though their NEN techniques aren't fully developed, they are growing at an exponential rate. Um, and they all are kind of working their NEN abilities together, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So, like, they could. The the problem with them is that they could, like, Nobunaga could easily be the best NEN user in the room, but it's the combined strength of all these people's NEN abilities that is that's what makes them dangerous. So, yeah. um, at the end of the day, it might not even matter how good Nobunaga is. These guys are cold-blooded killers. They're literal serial killers who have the coordination of a fucking small military, you know? Um, yeah. So th it's dangerous. This is a really dangerous situation for them to be in. Um, yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. Um, I, I'm i really interested to see, because this might be the moment we actually get to see Nobunaga's um, Nen, Nen abilities, but it might be too little too late, honestly is a really, really scary situation for them. Yeah. I have a rebuttal real quick. Go for um, it. I've realized this about... I don't know if this has happened in every arc, but there are just people in Hunter x Hunter. There's so many serial killers in this series. There's yeah. so many people who are just like... We're going to just kill a bunch of people, whatever. <laughs> you know? I, I, Obvious solution. We kill everyone. It is unprecedented in this art. Like the amount, like the whole Haley, they're all insane. Yeah. I want you, I want everyone to be clear here that's listening and uh, us three that's talking. People don't go on murdering sprees. It's very rare. Even psychopaths don't do that shit. There really aren't that many, excuse me, there really aren't that many serial killers out there in the world. Even though Law and Order, Excuse me, damn, the soda keeps making me burp. Even though Law and Order and and Criminal Minds and all these fucking shows will have you think that oh, there's all these weirdos out there. It's really not. Very small amount. So rare. But in Hunter x Hunter, <laughs> this is where all the Criminal Minds villains come from. They all come from the world of Nen, and then they go to New York, or they go to America, <laughs> and, and they cause cases for the Criminal Minds cast to uh, figure out and suss out and shit and find um what are they unsubs that's what they call yeah, them unsubs. listen yeah. i watch way too much criminal minds it's really They're impressive i've never seen criminal minds every single one you're of not missing out all unsubs <laughs> you're not missing out <laughs> it's it's not that the show's bad it's just that it's just a constant constant fucking it's bad because depression. It's propaganda but <laughs> i want just... to it's, it's just, just so sad. sad. There's no there there's not a single season where there is a happy episode. Everything is just sad murder depression. Damn. At some point, like I didn't even finish the series. I got like to season seven. And I was like, okay, so you're just gonna keep being sad, huh? Yo, at some point in the series, when somebody takes steps to died, improve, huh? And that shit is dramatic, yo. We're gonna get ourselves by our bootstraps and be less sad, huh? <laughs> We're not just going to get over it, swallow our feelings, huh? Not only are good characters leaving, you gotta work but harder. also, but you also you're get getting up. more sad. Like, <laughs> what is gotta, this? Gotta push it a little bit more. Gotta take it a little bit further than all the other guys. Yeah. You know, when these people say these things, <laughs> I think they just, like, I, you understand other people exist in the world? 
You can't be number one all the fucking time. Like that's what the Rock people can. talk. Like you have to be number one. The Rock you have to push. Them. The Rock gets up yeah. at four a.m. every day to eat a whole bison. Jocko Wil- Wilkins. Who's Jocko Wilkins? Um, is he like European? No, he's like a um, ex Navy SEAL who uh, writes a whole who like has a whole book about waking up at waking up before the enemy. And working out. How do you every know when morning. the enemy wakes up? How do you because keep track of that? Because he's a Navy SEAL Christian. Were you listening or not? <laughs> yeah, but how do they? How does he know? He was a Navy SEAL. Oh my God! Do I have to repeat? I myself? guess that. I guess his intel was that good. <laughs> Yo, they wake up at three a.m. Man, he says, this guy. Oh, I don't enemy. trust anybody that wakes up that early on purpose. Like that's not for work or something. Yeah. Every morning he post at like four a.m. He posts like a like a black and white photo of himself after working out called mm. Aftermath. Really hit the iron today. Aftermath. Feeling strong. <laughs> yeah. After that. <laughs> Yikes. It's like an eighty-five-year-old man drenched in sweat. Stop it. He's eighty-five. <laughs> he's really. I'm not, no. I'm over exaggerating, but he's really pretty funny. old. <laughs> he's eighty-five. <laughs> anyway, back to Hunter Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess I'll get in my thoughts. I don't know if. Uh, I don't think the. I think it'll be just like a lot more satisfying if the Phantom Troop just walk through this whole situation very easily <laughs> it wouldn't i wouldn't have a problem with that at all <laughs> i think there's a lot more entertainment value in watching them just bulldoze through these guys without this is a the problem, problem. <laughs> if, if the reason why i say this is a little more interesting than than we last thought is because if they just sent fatine it's not a problem it's literally not a problem no nobody is going to be able to beat that guy Phaeton does but the sun right that's his thing huh? Yeah, so who's like Phaeton he, again? Phaeton's the, the little kid. That that's with the, the the short guy with the hair. Oh, he's the right, right. He's right, a literal nuke. Yeah, like the he really, really, really doesn't care. I yeah, know. No, nobody's gonna be able to fuck with him. But the reason why they put Nobunaga here yeah. is because he's a little bit of a like a question mark in this sense. Yeah, at least at least narratively. I mean, they're all question marks technically too. Everyone on this boat. Um, but he's the only one who's cursed. Who not? I was gonna say cursed, cursed technique. technique. Whose inability we don't know. It's similar. Um. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna die here. Personally, I would like for them to just walk through the char- the Haley. Uh. Pretty easily. Maybe this guy dies, and Nobunaga is like, "Oh, I guess I didn't have to remember you." Damn. <laughs> I bet it happens like that. Damn. That's sad. Nah, he's mad cool though. He really put himself out there and was like. Don't worry, I'll tell. He went in there by himself, ready to die. He says, "Don't worry, if I die, y'all still be able to get the the radio signal, so it's cool." Yeah. And, and I'm reading like, bro, how much you get paid to do this? He get. He What's paid. your status? He's the second in I mean, command. Or, or is it? Is that's what it is? That's why he's willing to go that hard. Yeah. He, they, I mean, they, yeah, it's not I, just I, that. It's not just that. It's just that the Haley are such a fucking big threat. That if yeah, they have somebody to. doesn't do it, then they're no, all yeah, kind the, of fucked. The Haley is wilding right now, and they have to. They, they have, have to. to they have to nip this problem in the bud as fast as possible before it's too late. Yo, when he landed in this dirty ass fucking room and got low immediately, <laughs> he like that's what the show like. He's looking around at everything. Yo, this room is 
These guys are literally unsubs. Like I said this already, but bro, they're just murdering people by the masses. Like they're fucking Eevee training in Pokemon or something. Like they're literally grinding for levels, murdering people. Yeah. All those people that got fucking teleported, do you see them anywhere? No, they're dead. No. They chopped them up. Why would they hang out in a place like this? <laughs> because they're part of the crew. They're not in danger. <laughs> well, um, I don't really have many thoughts. Uh, this was actually... Look at the floor. <laughs> yeah, the floor... God go. forbid they mop. <laughs> yeah, why are, why are these serial killers so disgusting? Poor yeah. hygiene. Uh, this is the oh, uh, audience God. voted really good chapter of the week, by the way. Certified RGC. That was a good choice. Certified RGC. That was a good choice. It was a pretty close one this week. Uh, well, not really, actually. Never mind about that. It wasn't that close. Uh, one Piece was the only real contender for a while. Uh, but yeah, it, it's uh, Hunter Hunter was by far the best. So the 56% of the vote. Undead Unluck came in with a couple uh solid votes at the end there um but yeah hunter 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 did, did its thing as per usual uh great series this was an enjoyable chapter i'm excited to see what the fuck's gonna happen next because i have no idea uh hopefully henrik lives that would be nice Actually, that would uh, be nice um but i doubt too yeah i mean who knows but yeah. he ate an oyster he did eat an oyster um all right well that's all i gotta say you guys ready to move onward yeah Mm. all right let's go undead unload nice thanks this is undead unluck chapter 139 meeting um last we left off uh fucking fuko was playing this uh this game of uh catch up with with apocalypse just denying quests left and right adding a bunch of rules to the world um just so she could get to the one that she was waiting for the most uh and a bunch of years yeah a bunch of years 20 years to be exact i think uh until she reached the two missions of neutralize uh the uma known as autumn the reward would be the addition of the third seat and to capture the negator known as unavoidable which will yield the reward of the artifact remember. Uh, and the penalty of that is the addition of the UMA known as Tyrannosaurus. Uh, goddamn, you're adding dinosaurs to the world if you do, if you fail. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, um, what? Not ideal. Like they would appear now or they. I think appear they would just in appear the past now. So that you have fossil fuels and shit. No, I think it would appear now. Is what I'm guessing. Okay. Well, um, so yeah, that worked out. And um, Nico and Fuku go check out the lab that the scientists have been building for twenty years. And uh, guess what? They did it. They they managed to do it. Nico's like, "Oh my god, you guys did it!" Uh, the bow guy is a lot older, obviously, because they jumped forwards in time. Um, and they explained that a lot of the pretty much everybody in this facility, 10,000 personnel are all orphans or mostly orphans. Um, so, you know, they're all good folks, though. 
Um, and Nico just wants to go and build stuff, but, you know, they're trying to hold him back so, you know, he can help Fuko. He's like, come on, Fuko has a plan. I know she does. And she's like, actually, I don't have a plan right now. Uh, it, I said about that. Yeah, basically, the plan is to make a plan with everybody, you know, to brainstorm together and think of the best plan they can think up. Um, so, first of all, uh, we they start to consider which mission to take first. Uh, there's obviously the UMA, the neutralization of UMA Autumn, and uh, the second question is the capture of Un- Unavoidable, who is the first guy. Yo! I didn't even fucking remember. Wow, finally, it's come full circle. Yeah. That's why we didn't know how he was. Yeah, um, so you know, the got idea, smoked, yeah, the idea is to capture him alive so that they can get remember. And once they have remembered, they'll be able to restore everybody's memories to the previous loop. Um, so they don't know what to do. They, they're trying to figure out what to, which to take. But uh, apparently at this point in time, uh, the unavoidable negation has not transferred over to Void, the guy they're looking for. Um, and uh, basically, they have to wait until this the current holder of the unavoidable negation named... Mr. Kenji Yokezu of Saitama, Japan, to die and pass on his negation over to uh, to Void. Uh, apparently, this oh. man is 98 years old, so they probably won't have to wait very long. Um, and uh, Nico's like, wait, couldn't we just like bring him over and our mission will be complete? He's like, no, we need Void's version of Unavoidable at all costs. Um mm. So we have to wait for him to get his negation. So, you know, the plan they have, uh, they figure that he's going to awaken his negation at during his, uh, his fight, his, his title defense at the end of the month. So the actual plan is to get, uh, to go after autumn first and then get void after. Um, so, you know, they're starting to think about like battle strategies as, uh, how to take down autumn because, Last time it took six negators to take it down, so yeah, you know they'll they'll have to do a little bit of game planning. Um, so basically they're like, what about a chaff? You know, like something to put in between uh people so that like it can't touch us and turn us into books. Because Autumn's ability is that if it touches you, it turns you into a book for some reason. Um, and. Mm. Yeah, so they don't they're trying to figure out what that could be possibly. And um Fuko has an idea uh to use Gina and her negation, which is unchangeable. Uh obviously by nature, I don't think Gina if Gina gets like touched by the book, she can't change because she's unchangeable. She can't change into a book. Mm-hmm. Uh so she would be the best person to go up against Autumn because she cannot be transformed into a book. Um so the whole point now, is, the whole plan now is Fuko plans to turn herself into a book and then uh, use an artifact that allows people to enter the book, have Gina go into the book that Fuko becomes and meet the Gina from the last uh, loop. And that is apparently the key to defeating Autumn is to meet with the Gina inside of Fuko's book. So, yeah, they're like, oh, well, if you screw up, though, then you'll be stuck as a book. Uh, but, you know, Gina brings up her determination is like, I'll give it a try, boss. 
and um yeah they're like cool so they have a week to learn and to kind of like train and get ready for this mission and uh they mm. give it uh the uh code name operation metamorphal and uh that's the end of the chapter uh josh what did you think about undead unlock chapter 139 mm. well i really like that they introduced the idea of you know what let me retract a little bit this I was already abundantly happy that they're going about this part of the series this way, where they're retracing their steps and trying to, like, uh, you know, get back the negators and avert their tragedies. But the fact that she's forming the team in a different way, like, it shows, like, all right, we can we can do things differently. Like, they took on Autumn, you know, with a completely different team. Mm-hmm. You know, and this girl was dead at the time, unchanged. So I, I just think that's really clever mm-hmm. and it makes no sense. I mean, it makes, <laughs> I'm so, I'm tired guys. And it makes so much sense um, that she'd be like their secret weapon against Autumn because Autumn has given these niggas problems uh, a few months ago. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. They had a whole, they had to have a two whole arcs before they finished fighting Autumn. Mm-hmm. The, the Anno Un, Inf- flashback arc that was very small and then the fucking Andy arc with Fuko going back to his past that was pretty long. Yeah. And then they beat Autumn so yeah progress is being made. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I thought it was super cool to see Unchanged end up being the guy that we could not remember and we thought was forgotten forever. Yeah. Yeah I mean he was the first person they met and they never really mentioned him again after that. So yeah. I feel like we could be forgiven a little bit. Um but yeah, I I I really like this chapter a lot. I think um what's really interesting about this loop concept is that they allow us to spend some time with characters that we didn't spend any time with like unvoid- unavoidable. Um I think, you know, and Gina as well and you know tried to and like rotate the cast in a sense even though we got rid of them in the previous run. Uh, so this was cool. I have a feeling this un- this old man is probably going to play a bigger part than I thought, than we than we all think. Um, I feel yeah, like, for sure. I'm like, why does this man feel like he's just going to be the unavoidable they're looking for? I don't know. I feel like that's going to be a thing. I could be wrong. He could just die after they fight Autumn. And... Uh, Get... I think he is going to be important too. Yeah, but I feel like yeah, I feel like he's just going to be a little important. Otherwise, why would they why would they introduce him like this? Give him a whole design. Well, they said they app they said they absolutely well, it's probably would be funny, but they said they needed his his version of it. They needed Void's unchange. I mean, Void's unavoid. They, they needed the boxer guy, know. not this old man. Yeah, they need his specific version of it. Yeah, they so need... I didn't, maybe they express themselves differently. Yeah. Yeah, there's like different interpretations for every negation, it looks like. Everybody uses it differently. Um, oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. Um, but those are all my thoughts. I really liked it. And um, I'm interested to see how Gina steps up in this. Um, very, li- very, very into it. Um, but those are all my thoughts. Uh, any, any rebuttals, Josh? Nope. All right. Well, 
That has been Undead Unluck. And that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at JD Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at New Jump City Josh on Twitter. Brian at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, he plays video games on Twitch sometimes at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram and on TikTok. Uh, you can email the show at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, get into it. Uh, I, we'd be uh, excited to hear from you. Or you can comment under the video version of the podcast that we post wherever you listen. Oh, well, we post on YouTube. Comment on uh, what you thought about the series, about you know any questions you have for us regarding the series, any feedback on the show. That would be nice. Uh, you could subscribe while you're at it. Give us a subscribe. Give us a like, a share. Uh, and let us know that you like the show. It always feels good to know that the hard work is appreciated. Uh, if you prefer audio podcasts, the audio version of the show usually goes up first because it's the easiest thing to get up there. <laughs> but you can check us out on there. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, leave us a five-star review on all of the uh, platforms if you listen. And that would be super sweet. Uh, and yeah that's it uh thank you guys so much for listening uh we'll be back next week one piece is gonna be gone i was about to say maybe we had the whole crew i think jujutsu is gonna be off too actually black clover is gonna be off for sure oh okay that's what i was thinking about because it was off for two weeks yeah i'm like yeah yeah uh jujutsu is coming back this week black clover is gonna be off for another week uh and we'll we won't have one piece which is unfortunate but we won't have chainsaw either. Yeah, we won't have chainsaw. Well, whatever. Let's not talk about what we won't have. And maybe we'll have some <laughs> monthlies. Anyway. Right, right, right. Uh, it's okay <laughs> because anime enjoyers of Chainsaw Man will have it on Tuesday anyway. Yeah, regardless. Or... <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Stay safe, New Jump Citizen. Peace out. Thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs>